lovely. I feel like I feel like we need like an intro sentence, you know, like a ba 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 of some sort for Think Fresh podcast because we always just make weird grunts and moans as uh, like uh, <laughs> those are kind of our producer tags as we enter the episode. Yeah, I mean, what else are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? I we can't know. cut right into the sauce. We That's need to like, point. I don't know, assert our existence and then kind of get into it, right? Yeah, so we need some cheese, you know? A little bit of cheese, cheesy sound effects. Dude, the listeners won't know this, but the way the pillow behind me is like perfectly lined up with your pillow. I need to take a screenshot. Oh, yeah. Eric and I are recording remotely. Wow, it looks like we're in the same room right now. The way that these two frames intersect. This is incredible. Perfect. (sighs) Damn. Yeah, it'd be like that, you know? (laughs) I feel like we're in in the metaverse right now. Mm -hmm. Just two guys on two couches in two different rooms, yet our voices are together. Truly, truly special. But, it's like know, this the, quote I saw. I read this quote the other day. It said, between two bodies is an invisible third body. Think about that. Like a body of air? <laughs> or, it could be a body of air. Like just energy, you know? I'm not really following. So like what what's between us exactly right now? Well, between us right now, we have a few MacBooks and like an Ethernet connection. But... In most phys- physical situations where you are addressing another human, there the third body between you is the energy that manifests between those two bodies, or maybe it's just air. Or like think about it, think about it from in the context of something you understand intimately, Eric, which is subway sandwiches. You are a body. <laughs> your sandwich artist is embodied. In between you is two, a, an invisible third body, and I think that is the. The swirling act of creation and dialogue as you rapidly back and forth, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, just <laughs> figure out what the ideal sandwich should be. Yeah, there is an invisible element between us, and that's called the sneeze guard tie. Okay, it's there to actually create a division between me and the artist because mm. I could, you know, get handsy with both the vegetables and with the artist if they decide to fuck with my lunch. Ooh, so there's a few you could take handsy a few different ways it could be <laughs> positive or negative how can you be well okay depends both are subjective like mm-hmm. if i punch the sandwich artist is that negative or is that positive that's a positive force being impacted on his skull <laughs> mm-hmm. positive for you negative for them <laughs> <laughs> i guess so like, yeah for each emotion there's an equal and contradictory emotion. Wow, I'm feeling so Whoa. philosophical today. I don't know where this came from. Yeah, that's brilliant. I actually just watched the Einstein documentary, or it was like a dramatized documentary about Einstein following leading up to World War II. Did you watch that? Mm. No, I didn't. But I'm curious if Einstein was... I have a feeling he was a bit of a perv. I don't know for sure, though. Well, okay, I don't doubt that whatsoever. He probably was into some weird... Like, I don't know. Like, let's just say he was looking to split some atoms. <laughs> 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 he was looking to split some atoms, but I don't know. In the movie, they don't, they don't really show that side of him. They show the the pensive, regretful side of him. Hmm. You know, after the war, he was regretting opening up Pandora's box, much like I feel right. when I 
you know, go walk into Subway and order a sandwich. That's opening Pandora's box as well. Mm-hmm, I guess so. So it's he's kind of following a simil, similar life arc of Mr. Oppenheimer. Yeah, look, exactly, yeah. Interesting. See, I thought always Einstein's kind of weird vibe was because he like stuck a fork in a power outlet or something. <laughs> like his hair, he looks like he got zapped. <laughs> he kind of acts like it too. 100%. What's with like really smart people having their hair go absolutely bonkers? Like it's like they're constantly being charged <laughs> or something. And they're like mm-hmm. hair is just, you know, everything comes out of their head. You know what I mean? It exudes uh, knowledge. Yeah, totally. It is weird. And it actually is a visual cue when I meet people. Like last weekend, I was at a wine bar and my server, he looked like he just got struck by lightning and he was kind of talking like it too. Like he kept trailing off and losing his thought. And all he wanted to do was talk (laughs) about jazz music. Like he just he just kept going on and on about his love of jazz music because there was some playing we got on the topic. And I walked away thinking like, man, that guy's absolutely been electrocuted at some mm-hmm. point. Like you just know, you just know like post-electrocution, you don't go back. You can never be uh, the same. You know what? You're actually probably right about this because there is such thing as shockwave therapy where mm. you can like target a muscle with shockwaves to like heal it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same thing probably exists with the brain. There must be like... <laughs> There just has to be. (laughs) And um, if you think about it, like if you stick your finger in a socket, you're kind of electrocuting your entire body and you're probably just hitting like a hard reset on some parts of your brain. Right. You turn it, you unplug it and then plug it back in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The power goes out for a nanosecond, you know? Right. It's like every time I go on vacation, I come home and I have to uh, reset the (laughs) clock on my oven. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what happened while I was gone? <laughs> yeah, what happened here? Why is everything in my freezer melted? Mm-hmm. I've just perpetually left the microwave clock off <laughs> because this is a great feature of my microwave tie. If the power goes out, the clock just disappears. Like, it doesn't show the wrong time. It just goes mm-hmm. away. So mm-hmm. you can choose to never put it back, <laughs> which is what I've opted to do. Dude, that is a fantastic feature. That's way better than living in, like, the chaotic neutral category of... <laughs> just letting it blink a random time yeah exactly like having it be like eight and a half hours off is like (laughs) does does nobody any favors no nor does having like eight clocks in the house you know what i mean i don't need that i only need to have my phone yeah we don't we don't need to know what time it is that badly no we're not slaves to time here at think fresh podcast we can go on mic all day do you That's think a right. sandwich artist spends too much time near the toaster? Like, do you think there's some sort of like, like a long tenure artist is kind of just getting zapped a little bit every single day by being in the peripheral blast zone of the toaster <laughs> oven? It's entirely possible because think about how much like electricity is used to power that thing. Like you're going from raw to toasted in 20 seconds. Like that thing mm-hmm. is fast sub 20 dude yeah that thing's like a (laughs) mclaren now i've heard that if i keep my iphone 15 pro in my pocket that my sperm count will significantly reduce so do you think there's any risk to our male artists if they are uh (laughs) present in that in, in that toaster 
Well, the toaster waves. I don't know, Ty. I really am not qualified to answer this, but if I were to guess, I would say no because the toaster doesn't have Bluetooth six. Mm, yeah, you're right. They're not. It's <laughs> it's not on six <laughs> G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, like you said, Ty, we don't follow time because time is relative, just like uh, Einstein said. <laughs> so when I'm recording with you, time is zipping by. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's truly incredible it is zipping zip, man zip. zip zip so i was trying to do some field research for us eric for this episode and you and i are pretty disassociated with the cultural discourse surrounding subway we're not really paying attention to what other people have to say because why would we 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 are the uh kind of spearhead figure of pub- the public's perspective on the way would you, you'd agree with that, I would think, but which is really ironic, given that we never really engage the audience. Like we never really—it's—it's it's not a two-way. It's not like ordering a sandwich, which is a two-way dialogue. This is a one-to-many type six. Exactly. This is this is a megaphone, and you're not allowed to talk back. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was feeling humble, and I did a little bit of research on what people are saying online. I found myself on Subway's Facebook page. This is Subway Canada. And I was scrolling through some of the commentary being left on their posts. And I just wanted to share with you some of the things I discovered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're getting a lot of the like the usual commentary on a post, which will be like, like Harrison says, like if you want the OG sweet onion sauce and hot sauce is back. No <laughs> likes. It's been four weeks since that comment. <laughs> no Everyone likes, likes wow. the new one. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a proper poll you think like is there can we like disprove this scientifically i don't know <laughs> because like think about it like how many people how many impressions is that comment getting and what is the demographic of people who even know what he's talking about or are on this page whatsoever right like if mm-hmm. this isn't a twitter poll this is a facebook comment poll very different audience yeah dude the dude is surveying a I don't know who in a comment on a post on a Facebook timeline by a fast food brand. Like, yeah. And so it's niche. The Canadian. It's the Canadian offshoot mm-hmm. account. It's not it's even not the even blue the, chip one. The blue chip. <laughs> so Damn. I don't, I don't really know who, what, what this guy's hoping to get out of this comment. Like what, t- what type of numbers is he predicting when he makes this comment? Like, like if you want the OG sweet onion back, like, mm-hmm. Is he thinking like shit? This is gonna blow up. This is gonna get like more likes than what was that most popular Instagram post of all time? Like a potato, a, 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 like a, oh, yeah. a like a block of butter or something. Yeah, you're right. It was it was something a stupid. Duck? Was it a duck? Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, true. So surely, maybe I should throw him a like. Actually, someone deserved. Not even Subway replied to this message, and they replied to most. I think uh, we should get in there and try to ratio him. <laughs> I think so too. Start start some real discourse. Mm-hmm. We just need one like to win, so it's all good. Yeah. Okay. A few other things here. Joel, who has a top fan label next to his name, says Subway oh. sucks. That's ironic. Um, <laughs> Dave says top apparently hater. sub. Yeah. Right. Dave apparent says that apparently Subway has discontinued roast beef? Question mark. What kind of sandwich shop doesn't have roast beef? Question mark. That was one of the healthier choices. What a hot take from Dave. 
Uh, Roast beef being the healthier choice is concerning to say the least. I don't know. Just don't eat. I don't. (laughs) I don't know where he got that idea from. Like, if I had to rank, just based off of how it looks in the buckets, roast beef Mm -hmm. is near the bottom of the list. Like that (laughs) shit looks like it's it's been mutilated. It looks like mutilated human body parts. You know what I've realized? I think there's a correlation between like the wetness of the ingredient and how appetizing it looks at Subway. Like, I can never like I respect you a lot for ordering the marinara. But it's one of the things where it's like, I can't look at it for too long. <laughs> if I do, I, I, I will skip it entirely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like the crusty edges. Um, same mm-hmm. thing with the tuna, you know, the avo. The wetter it is, the more I'm like, maybe I just don't need that, you know? Yeah. So the with that in mind, like the I- ideal sandwich, like a nice perky, tight, dry sandwich is what we're looking for, <laughs> right? And then that's why I think the sauce at the end is such a like like perverse and craveable moment because you're like you know you want a little bit of the wet but you you kind of want to control how much you don't want it too early mm-hmm. you don't want sog there's a difference between sauce and sog 100 <laughs> percent. and there's an illusion that the sauce bottle will protect it from any invasive species you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's protected wetlands mm-hmm Speaking of invasive, uh, not invasive feces, <laughs> invasive species, I had to make a salad last night. <laughs> I had to. And damn, the call of I, duty. Yeah, I was called upon to make a salad for a, for a dinner activation. And I had to chop up some romaine lettuce because I was going to make it my signature Caesar. Uh, mm. Not not table side, but pre-prepped. And um I had to really carefully inspect the lettuce because of how traumatized I am at Subway and like this podcast, like just Mm. knowing that there might be a bug in there. I inspected every single individual leaf. Do you do this now or is it just me? No, I've been very precautious. And it's not just because of Subway, like all this like, like farm to table whole greens. Like I've seen, I found slugs before. They're they're there. (laughs) They're hidden in plain sight. Damn, not the slug, not the protein booster from Sweet Green. Mm. Yeah, you got to be. Ca- you can never be too cautious though, because you want to catch that worm before it hits the plate. Like in the kitchen, in the sink, it's okay. It's shocking, but it's not a. It's not a meal breaker. Not a deal breaker or mm-hmm. a meal breaker. Yeah, if you catch it post or pre-wash, then you're good. Like all you got to do is just wash the salad and. Maybe scrub mm-hmm. that one leaf or just toss the leaf. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. and you're good to go. But if you if you don't catch it, then you can't even, I can't even trust myself then with the rest of the ingredients. I'm not I am no longer qualified to be serving this salad. And you're no longer qualified to judge a sandwich a sandwich artist. Like no. you can never complain about food again if you've sabotage your own food <laughs> dude if i played a slug we're canceling this podcast i'm no longer qualified <laughs> we can no longer talk about subway <laughs> yeah so you have a signature caesar i i also have a sig c's i'm curious what makes <laughs> yours uniquely yours mm, well let's see i can't say for a fact that it is uniquely mine however i'll stick to the same ingredients every single time which is olive oil, salt and pepper, lemon juice, a teaspoon of Dijon, and lots of chopped garlic. Mm. 
That's Sounds it. pretty good to me. That's yeah, very it's similar like a Mediterranean to what, Caesar. Yeah, yeah. The oil base is very authentic. I like to cream mine up though, so I put a little splotch of Greek yogurt in there, and then a little bit more oh, yeah. savory with a little little bit of soy sauce as well. I think that's a fun twist. Mm-hmm. Oh, soy sauce! Wow. Mm-hmm. Just trust me on that for me. Yeah, you'll have to. I don't trust myself to make it, so you'll have to do that. Um, but let's not forget the parmigiano. Oh, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't had parmesan in my house for a few, a few weeks, and I've been eating a lot of Caesar salads, and I've got around it by making just t- treating nuts like parmesan. Like I toast <laughs> some almonds. If you toast some almonds and then blend them up with some nutritional yeast, it kind of tastes like parmesan. So I just keep doing that to get by. And I don't mm, know. I see. It, it's like sixty percent what Parmesan is, which is more than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I think my goal with Parm is to get a big block of it and then shave it ever so finely over top of my salad, almost like mm. a really beautiful snowfall. Like I want, mm-hmm. I want it to look like the first morning it snows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just glistening on top of my Caesar salad. That's how I know I've really hit the mark. Yeah, I love that too. You can't, there's not like not a green leaf in sight. Mm-hmm, just a mm-hmm. beautiful dusting of snow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then as you spring into that salad, it feels like spring has sprung as the green oh. comes from underneath. Beautifully said. You could do, you could be a copywriter for a menu. <laughs> <laughs> spring has sprung with the latest spring salad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah. Wow. Dare a copywriter to beat that line. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail us from our conversation, but let's go back to Facebook real quick. Let's log back in. And I want to, I want you to finish your story because I think you were kind of bring something up that I want to hear. I, I, I was leading up to something. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to go through a few more complaints about Subway, but I'm just going to cut to the cheese here. <laughs> something I was noticing across the thread is numerous people from numerous accounts all making the same complaint. And that complaint is Eric, and I can't believe this, that they got that Subway got rid of the mustard. What? I know. So let me read some of these these first hand comments for you. Jeremy said, "So Subway discontinued use of mustards in restaurants." I told you guys don't. I I I, I see you guys don't use it anymore. And then Alyssa said. Just was it at Subway, first you got rid of honey oat bread, but now mustard? What kind of sub shop stops carrying mustard? Susan said, all of the Subway locations have discontinued mustard. And then we got even more. Greg leaves a hashtag. Hashtag no mustard, nothing to buy. You have lost my business until the mustard returns. Oh, Dude, wow. what is going on here? Yeah, this is really concerning, Ty. And I'm doing my due diligence here. I'm looking up the subway.com. Oh, fuck. I'm on the Australian side, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second here. I'm going back I to can't, Canada. I, I never get the mustard. I I find it it's too like it's like level one loot at Subway, you know? Like you can get there's more interesting specialty sauces, so I avoid it. But I didn't think that they would get rid of it did does everybody avoid it like has everyone got this are we all like unique free-thinking individuals that do the same thing 
I don't know, Ty, this could be a case of the Mandela effect. Okay. We've all collectively, <laughs> collectively, we've just believed that there is mustard <laughs> because obviously there should be mustard on the menu, but yeah. maybe it was, it was never there. Maybe you're right. I don't think I've ever put <laughs> the mustard on my sandwich, but people talk about it like it's there. Like I'll ask someone about their sandwich and they'll say they yeah. add mustard, but are they just, maybe they're just, yeah, like imagining it. Yeah. I mean, clearly it exists in our collective memory, mm-hmm. but that doesn't prove that it was there, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, the, I'm, the... I'm fairly certain that I've ordered it in the past because I would. Like, I would totally order that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, when I was scanning the sauce selection last time we went on last Friday, I couldn't really pick a sauce and I didn't know why. You know what I mean? I was kind of just like looking at the sauce and I was like, I guess I'll get the sweet onion or the teriyaki or whatever. And I just like kind of left it at that because I was like, let's keep it moving. But yeah, the the mustard is always a go to for me. And I don't remember the last time I had it. So I guess mm-hmm. it was never there. Dude, memory is a poet, not a historian. Brilliantly said. Mm. So it, it's po- okay. One theory, an emerging theory, is that it never existed in the first place. <laughs> an alternative theory that's likely more, like more possible, is that Subway has recently and very secretively swept the mustard under <laughs> the the fake bricks. You know, wow. under the buckets. It, it's gone. It's been assassinated. You know, it's possible as well. Thinking about the Subway series, like that would have been kind of when it happened, right? Mm-hmm. All the sandwiches are now pre-made. Not pre-made, but like pre-designed. And mustard is kind of controversial. Like it's not really like a crowd pleaser. It's more of a polarizing sauce choice. So mm-hmm. rather than include that by default on any of the sandwiches, they're probably like, okay, let's leave it out to appeal to more people. And then they said, well, some some hot shot up in corporate was like, if it's not in any of the sandwiches, why do we have it? <laughs> why am I reordering <laughs> the mustard? It's you know, we're we're losing money on the mustard. <laughs> so maybe they just dropped it at that point. Yeah, that's possible. I that makes the most sense, Eric, is during the series restructuring, we'll call it the reorg. Mhm. Mustard Damn. got laid off. Yeah. yeah sorry mustard there was a dar- departmental shift <laughs> out of our hands it would make sense if they discontinued it honestly because i think mustard you know that like there's like a very classic graph shape which is like on either end of the spectrum you're at like zero and then in the middle you're at a hundred so you create this kind of like hump kind of like mm-hmm. little classic sine bell wave. curve a classic bell curve thank you the words escape me <laughs> <laughs> So mustard is the bell curve where, or it's almost an inverse bell curve where the people that order mustard the most and the people that appreciate mustard the most are the people who have no taste whatsoever. And then you're (laughs) like extremely radicalized food critic, you know, on either end of those special spectrums, there's an incredible appreciation for mustard. As soon as you get into the middle ground, that's where the controversy strict. It starts to strike. People don't know what side like wh- where they should fall in like the pro con mustard argument. So I think mm-hmm. most people actually start to lean more anti mustard until they rediscover their taste buds and like kind of find that higher ground. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is a fascinating topic, Ty. I'm not really sure what the answer is here. Oh man, I mean, how do you how do you land on mustard? Are you a mustard man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm uh <laughs> I'm mustarded. I I will participate. I will I will put squirt a little bit on a dog on a sandwich. I I don't I obviously love a Dijon better than like a yellow, but I won't. I'll, I'll do either. No, no hate here. Yeah, I like I like something... light. I like a little light. That's good. There is a <laughs> twisted satisfaction tie with the yellow mustard, like the 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 unapologetically, you know, GM mode, <laughs> unhealthy yellow mustard that is like designed to be bright and vibrant <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. there's something kind of like twisted and interesting about that one don't you say yeah i wonder if mustard companies like trademark their particular like pantone swatch for their mustard because mm-hmm. it's a pretty iconic color like sometimes you'll get like a mustard colored object but totally whose mustard is that tone <laughs> Eric pulls up a yellow pillow as I say that. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Okay, if we can rank the mustards, how do we feel about seeds? Mm, You like a seedy mustard? Oh hell yeah, I like a seedy mustard, dude. I love the text. I like the mouth feel. You know, it's like pop rocks for adults. Yeah, totally. It's like eating um, what's that? What's that like salmon roe? You can get on like sushi. It's like that, but like German version. Mm. It's mm-hmm. the other Axis country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eric, mustard is interesting, but not as interesting as this news story coming out of Columbus, Ohio this week. A woman is out a thousand dollars, and it's all thanks to Subway sandwich. Did we report on this like a while back? I don't think so. Oh, we did have uh, three months ago. A woman was charged. She accidentally tipped $7,000. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. That's so. what I was thinking of. Yeah. 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 Okay. Tell me how yeah. this wench lost the grand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she, she made a few prop bets on what her sandwich would shape up to be. Now that's not actually what happened, but that'd be a better story. <laughs> dude, she hit the she... lettuce parlay. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck dude. <laughs> She ordered three subs for her and her family. Wait, and is it a parlay, Ty, or is it a parsley? <laughs> hey, dude, the three sandwich parlay is a crazy move <laughs> on one artist. Let me tell you, like having them like juggle three sandwiches at once when you're just like rapid firing decisions around the veggies, like you're like mm-hmm. conducting a, a symphony of sandwiches is absolutely yeah, I dream about going full whiplash on my sandwich artist and just like screaming in their face, then slapping them when they get it wrong. That could be a fun move to see who's the best artist in town. Dude, all you want to do is get handsy with your artist, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I have this urge this episode to abuse my artist physically. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I'm a little I'm a little nervous to take you to Subway now. I feel like you're gonna <laughs> jump jump the sneeze guard. <laughs> I'm just I'm just amped up because I'm going to a rugby game later and I'm just thinking about how I need to be on, you know, my P's and Q's later. I got to be ready to fight some drunk South African. Yeah, dude, I feel like every rugby team has at least five redheads on it. Like you're going to see a lot of redheaded people if you go to a rugby game. Yeah, totally. I need to activate my redhead group and uh, 
<laughs> make sure we're ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Get your best crew together, your biggest, strongest redhead friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so back to the story, though. Uh, this woman, she orders the sandwiches. She pays. For some reason, they charge her $1,000 for one of the three subs, presumably a misspelling in the system. And somehow she doesn't notice right away. She just taps the Amex and walks out. She gets to her car. She looks down at the receipt. And then she realizes what had happened. And then she (laughs) goes back into the subway. And there's nobody there. It's closed. They just (laughs) closed early and everybody left. (laughs) Oh, wow. They hit a lake and they're like, let's get in the getaway car. Yeah, dude. They literally made a getaway. And I don't understand this because it's like it's not like they can wow. steal the money from visa so, like it's in the air the money's in the air you can't s- steal mm-hmm. invisible digital money so i don't yeah, really they, know they need to liquefy the entire uh, virtual cash register now you know yeah dude they'll have a little better luck flipping the guacamole because avocados are mm-hmm. a tangible store of value for at least 48 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the fuck (laughs) so she goes back to the subway the following day and there's somebody there there's a person working there now and she tells them what happened and they said no can do we can't help you about this we can't give Hmm. you a thousand dollars because you just brought this receipt in so Mm -hmm. now she is trying to contact hq they're not willing to honor the money so she's talking to the better, better business brew. She's trying to figure it out. No one seems to want to give her the $1,000 back. Subway just took the money and ran. Wow. Yeah. That's messed up, man. And this is honestly expected Subway behavior. You know what I mean? You get typical like minimum wage employees working at Subway being like, dude, I don't fucking know. It's not my, I wasn't working that day. I don't care. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's the business is way too big for any one employee to give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, you're set up to be disappointed, unfortunately. Yeah, dude. The only way you're getting the money back is if you walk in that subway with your rugby goons and start throwing down some threats. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to wow. show you the photo of the subway in which this entire thing unfolded, Eric. Now, oh, no. this was a Don't subway. It, it was Don't in tell Columbus. Me this is a Fugazi subway. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, close. It's in a gas station. And I don't think it's wow. good for the subway brand to put them in gas stations. But the I just need you to look at this photo and try to describe to the listeners what we're actually looking at here. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. So. Holy shit. This is the okay. weirdest subway I've ever seen. This looks like a like someone clone stamped a subway into a gas station. Like it doesn't look like it belongs whatsoever. Basically what I'm looking at here is a gas station. <laughs> and one of the walls has a mini- miniature subway. This is like the same size as the YVR subway. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like a scaled yeah. down version. Looks like they got Yeah, dude. Like a very small cash register area, small meats and small veggies section. Uh, I don't even know how you can fit all the ingredients in here, but this is pretty insane. It's so small. It kind of feels like an easy bake subway, like a toy subway. It's <laughs> it's like three Slurpee <laughs> machines wide. 
Totally. It's like a real hole in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, they just bashed a hole in the wall and stuck a subway in it. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they even were able to replicate the brick wall, but they weren't able to go as far enough to put the uh, tiles down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they almost made it a simulation within this hole in the wall. What's really interesting about this subway, Eric, that feels odd, is there's no menu. It's so small, they didn't have space for a menu. So I think this is kind of an ad-lib subway. Or maybe, Mm. actually, it's all coming together now. The sandwich cost $1,000 to begin with. She just couldn't check the price because there was no menu. Oh, no. So it's her fault. Yeah, dude. Could I get a little bit of parm (laughs) and some gold flake on that? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe they've intentionally tried to scam her by not displaying any prices. Everything's Mm -hmm. just market price at the subway. Or they simply were returning to form. You know what I mean? They were like, fuck it, we're going rogue. We don't like the new subway series. We're going to keep it OG. And you need to come up with the ingredients. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. You can just walk across the gas station to their, their loose snacks and grab some pretzels to put on there or some taquitos or something mm-hmm. a little a taquito in the foot long would go crazy yeah to be fair i don't see a single logo here so it's possible that this is a sandwich shop independent from subway and they've simply purchased the same bell pepper svg to put on the front yeah dude you're absolutely right there's actually no subway specific branding so this woman she could have just fallen for a scam way yeah this this bitch is at jimmy john's (laughs) (laughs) she's definitely not at subway like honestly like read the room you're in a gas station like from and you're not you're like in the apparel section of a gas station you're not even the food section like you can touch a scarf and some mittens while you're in the bread section wow this is truly american capitalism right here like Mm -hmm. american industrial like i don't know consumerism you know what i mean like look at this you can order a sandwich you can get a big gulp you can get a toque and fill up your f-150 all in the same place like it's incredible this is the third place that we've been looking for (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, this is what biden wants Mm -hmm. i just wonder though eric it makes me it begs the question where are they gonna try to shove a subway next where's the next place you're gonna walk into or walk by and you're gonna be like whoa i can't believe they put a subway there i think a movie theater would be interesting Mm. i need need, like proper food in the theater which is kind of a lost art yeah i mean most places Mm -hmm. don't really serve food anymore you can kind of get like a hot dog or whatever but Back in the day, there was like a New York Fries pop up in the in the theater. Do you remember, do you remember those days? Wow! And you could like the get a you get a large poutine for you know your showing of Transformers One. Yeah, it didn't always used to be just popcorn and M and M's. You could have the uh, the uh, ahi tuna burger <laughs> with some yam <laughs> totally. fries. <laughs> totally. So imagine that, man, like a subway experience while you're watching Barbie. Like that would be fire. Dude, I'd love that. You know what I like about that is that I can go like low and slow with my foot long. You know, I got two hours here. That's like oh, an inch yeah, every 10 dude. minutes. Just just enjoy it, you know, savor each bite. That's actually a great idea. You could eat the first half, maybe during the previews. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get nice and cozy and toasty before Margot Robbie 
plops on the screen. And then Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, once they kind of wind down the movie, it's the, the ninth inning of the showing you're like, okay, let's resume this foot long (laughs) for the drive home, you know, polish this thing off. Totally. That's a good answer. Eric. I like that. My answer was going to be the, because looking at this subway picture and knowing that subway can now be shrunken down, it can be whatever the opposite of super sized is. It can mm-hmm. be shrink, shrinky sized. I think mm-hmm. I would love to see a a subway location at the very back of every single airplane. <laughs> Walk me through that. How do you how do you make this a reality? Because I'm listening. <laughs> I think it could fit. I think it could fit. First of all. Because just relative to what we just looked at, it could totally fit. They already have like a little toaster of anything to heat up my my four cheese ravioli back there. And they mm-hmm. also have like a kitchen setup with like a sink. So they could theoretically like have buckets of vegetables back <laughs> there too. Per, there's already a line for me. Like people naturally queue there when they want to use the bathroom. We may have to remove one of the bathrooms in order to have a like a, the bread <laughs> the bread fridge (laughs) Mm -hmm. i love this idea there's also okay think about this a380 right the big body plane the two level Mm -hmm. upper decker dude the foot long of airplane (laughs) it's quite literally the double meat double cheese foot long huge right (laughs) convert Mm -hmm. the top floor into a full sit-down restaurant with a bar and a lounge oh i dude that is the mile high club we all want to be a part of (laughs) 100 percent. wow think about it you got a table for table. two <laughs> yeah you got to reserve a dinner time like time slot that'd be sick mm-hmm. you just go up there with your whole family or whatever your whole goon squad and fucking break bread maybe make Dude, a sandwich who knows you know what though i feel like these planes already exist and we're outing ourselves as not that rich that we're just imagining <laughs> that they're fictional like we're like oh imagine yeah. this existed it, it already exists dude we're just not in that that wealth class God damn it. You're so right. You're so right. But to be fair, your idea is better because Subway is more of a back of the plane type of restaurant. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. not like a first class kind of place. (laughs) So, you know, I I thought about that. I thought about it was like, maybe it's up by the captain because they like they got to eat too. But no, it's the back of the plane for sure. It's pedestrian. Mm -hmm. Dude, the pilot's walk of shame from the cockpit (laughs) all the way to the back of the plane being like, I'm hungry. (laughs) Damn. You got to do what you got to do. Ty, before we wrap, I have a quick hypothetical question that I want to run by you. Maybe you can indulge me on this one. All right. Think about this, Ty. Imagine you could eat at Subway for free whenever you wanted. Okay. This is a dream scenario for for many people. (laughs) (laughs) The curse. (laughs) Exactly. So you've unlocked this special ability anytime, any place. Doesn't matter if you're homeless. You found yourself down on your luck. You can still go to Subway for shelter and food, no matter what. However, the sandwich, every time you go, has to be randomized. You can't choose it, okay? It has to be a fully random selection of bread, random number of veggies, and a random assortment of veggies. Everything is completely left to chance, therefore potentially ruining your experience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or maybe making it more fun. What are you doing? Are you choosing the option to give away your freedom and creativity for unlimited food? Or are you, you know, going to succumb to the algo? Right. 
So your, the question is, how much do I value the right to choose? <laughs> mm. So this is to, I have to ask two, stipula- two stipulations, Eric. Do okay. I get to at least choose when I exercise the opportunity no. to sandwich? No, no, it's one or the other. It's either you're full sending it or you're going to always wonder what it's like to how much money you'll be saving. <laughs> okay. What about this? Do I have to finish the sandwich? This is a good question. So you're thinking you got you can walk in, order, realize actually fuck that, I don't want to eat this and then go somewhere else. Yeah, dude, I think by like the third thing they add to the bread, I'll know whether I'm in or out. I'm going to say no. I think you are you've committed to eating there and you have to eat there. Dude, you know you're going to walk in the subway and they're going to be like, "Welcome back, Ty." And then they're going <laughs> to grab a tortilla wrap or the bowl <laughs> or the or hopefully not the soup. Yeah, dude. God forbid they make you a whole grain foot long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather die. <laughs> I, I'm in, though. I love the spontaneity of this. I think Hell it yeah. will unlock doors that I never knew existed, let alone knew I could open. I love that as well. And I think we've covered this in one of our episodes where we decided that the sandwich can't be that bad ever. You know what I mean? All the ingredients kind of blend together at the end of the day anyway so what are the chances you'll have a truly awful experience with a random sandwich Mm -hmm. the only risk though eric is that if you do just get a really bad one like imagine it's the worst possible combination you just hit hit a hit a bad lick and Mm -hmm. you're you're now like you're turned off subway completely the thought of Mm. a sandwich from subway you can no longer stomach so (laughs) you've now squandered your superpower mm-hmm. you can't go back anyways yeah that's true your own ability to fly has given you the ick mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> damn man that so, sucks that's like being allergic to money and you're a billionaire i would really hope you horrible yeah it's kind of kind of similar or like when the incredibles had to like hide that they were superheroes for all those years <laughs> the closeted superheroes yeah yeah dude this is a tough one um there's also like weird social situations that could arise like if you go with a group of friends or maybe a date (laughs) twisted little date skis Mm -hmm. you end up getting twisted you end up getting like the meatball wrap and then she looks at you a little differently for the rest (laughs) of your life (laughs) Uh, yeah that's a good point it is a higher move so it would become a very private affair at that point yeah totally unless you're revered for your taste making abilities hmm, mm-hmm. the meatball rot how progressive mm-hmm. it'd be kind of like playing american roulette <laughs> every time you go like mm-hmm. instead of being shot in the head like russian roulette you're just taking a gut punch <laughs> dude i love i love that american roulette <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll either gonna get sick or fat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. But you know what's actually sick about this? Like, if you are truly like down on your luck, no money left, you know, wife left, <laughs> my house was foreclosed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I'm now squatting in a in a dumpster. <laughs> and <laughs> and I have really just nothing left. At least I'll know that I can get the meatball flatbread. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's amazing. True, life is beautiful. <laughs> this is what the it's Subway good. loyalty program like strives to be, but it just can't. 
Yeah, they want you to just when when you have nothing else left, you can still turn a subway. <laughs> you know, put your totally. head I on our pork shoulder. Thousand points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Fuck.